It's time to go around Broadway with New York Times theater critic Charles Isherwood, who's just back from a trip to London in December. It sounds so Dickensian, Charles, but I'm sure there's more going on there than wild productions of A Christmas Carol. In fact, I didn't see any holiday fair, I'm happy to report. Um, <laughs> not my favorite thing. The two best things I saw were revivals. The Mini Chocolate Factory is a small theater on the South Bank that's known for doing very good Stephen Sondheim revivals. This season, they've done Assassins, which is, of course, one of his darker shows about would-be and actual presidential assassins. It's a terrific production. The acting across the board is really amazing. And actually seeing it in this tiny theater, the material gets under your skin, I think, in a way that it didn't before for me. I also saw a really great production of Henry IV, Parts 1 and 2, starring Anthony Schur as Falstaff. He's one of the great British actors of his generation, and he's an amazing Falstaff. As funny as you'd want, but he's also quite moving. One of the hotter tickets in the West End these days is something called King Charles the. Third. Did you see it, and what is it about? I did see it. It's quite clever. It's basically a modern version of a Shakespearean history play, because Mike Bartlett, the playwright, has written it in iambic pentameter. Wow. And he's basically imagined what might happen if King Charles ever gets to the throne, uh, which is beginning to seem less and less likely. <laughs> it's a very clever and fun play. I don't think it's profound, but it's certainly very popular. But it was funny because it made me feel rather bad for Prince Charles. There's a play called The Audience coming to Broadway in the spring with Helen Mirren. It's uh, all about Queen Elizabeth, and of course it's very affectionate. Uh, this is not so affectionate. King Charles in this play comes off somewhat uh, more unscrupulously. All right, so we have Sondheim and Shakespeare and quasi-Shakespeare in tribute. What else did you see that was terrific? Uh, There's a new play by David Hare called Behind the Beautiful Forevers, which is based on the book by Catherine Boo about slum dwellers near the Mumbai airport. Once again, this is not typical holiday fare now that I think (laughs) about it. But uh, the book is really amazing. It's a very deeply reported piece. And uh, David Hare did a very good job of adapting it. It's a very sprawling work. It's vividly directed by Rufus Norris, who's the incoming artistic director of the National Theatre. Uh, that was very good. I also saw Kristen Scott Thomas, who's been doing a lot of stage work. In fact, she'll be doing the audience in the spring in London when Helen Mirren is doing it here. But right now she's performing in Electra at the Old Vic. Very intense performance in the title role, obviously. It was a little too intense for me, frankly, but uh, she certainly is a very powerful stage actress. And uh, what about new British musicals that might be crossing the pond to our part of the world? Anything in the forecast for us? There's a Kinks musical called uh, Sunny Afternoon, which I didn't see, and something called Made in Dagenham, based on a movie, which I didn't have a chance to see either. So they're sort of doing what we do on Broadway. They're sort of repackaging either songbooks or movies. What struck me, though, is that there are many American musicals on the West End. There's Memphis, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. The Scottsboro Boys has been very well received over there. Much better in a way than it was received here. Yeah, it's true. And they even have Urinetown on the West End, which is a musical from more than 10 years ago. So they seem to be doing a little bit more importing than exporting right now. We go around Broadway with Charles Isherwood of the New York Times each week at this time here on WQXR. WQXR is supported by Manhattan Theatre Club, presenting Lost Lake, a new play written by David Auburn and directed by Daniel Sullivan, the team behind the Pulitzer Prize-winning Proof. New York Magazine calls Oscar nominee John Hawke sensational, and Time Out New York says Tracy Toms is excellent. Lost Lake tells the story of two strangers bound together by circumstance and struggling for connection in an imperfect world. Now through December 21st only. Tickets at nycitycenter.org.